Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are extracted from their Hollywood film set and implanted into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Are you struggling to keep your neck of the grove free of those pesky weeds? Are gross purple fungi restricting you with their vines? then it sounds like you could use a Crozier Way. A Crozier Way's scientifically kinda proven, almost patented formula combines the benefit of dandelion root and rosemary, all perfectly blended into a fresh batch of goat's milk to rid your lawn of those rot-infested roots. Don't take our word for it. Take a look at what some of our dedicated, lifelong customers have to say. Yo, these vines were so big and nasty you would have thought I was playing Pokemon Go trying to catch Tanglas in my backyard. But damn, with a few blasts from my trusty bottle of the Crozier Way, it was cleaned up nicer than my fit. Straight Gucci, you know? Alright, there. It's in your commercial. Now can you tell me how to fix this rash? My skin is on fire just being near this shit. The Crozier Way is truly a miracle product. Now, I've had first-hand experience against some seriously dangerous purple fungi. And boy, let me tell you... I wish I had a bottle of this stuff with me. Now, I can never leave my house without it. E. Crozier Way. There. It's done. I did it. Now, can you please tell me where Pebbles is? I swear to God, I will end you if you don't tell me. Talona doesn't stand a chance when you've got E. Crozier Way. It's going to be lights out, boy. Let me tell you. This episode of Cast Party is sponsored by Podcorn. Now, usually we like to do some fun, goofy little skits for our ads, but we have been personally using Podcorn and wanted to take a second to talk about it. If you run a podcast, or if you're even thinking about starting a podcast, you need to sign up for Podcorn. So Podcorn is an online marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as mid-roll ads like this one, interview segments, topical discussions, giveaways, and so, so much more. It has been incredibly easy for me to pop on the site, see what sponsors are available, what they're looking for, and submit my pitch to them for Cast Party. 
Podcorn makes it truly simple to find sponsors that fit you and your show. And the best part? There is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities that are right for them directly on the platform. You never have to give up any rights to your show, and Podcorn is there to help you every step of the way, ensuring you're not only protected, but properly compensated for the work that you do for brands. You work hard to produce your podcast, just like we do. So keep your creative freedom and have full control of how and when you monetize your show. Click the link in the show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing for your very own sponsorship opportunities. Thank you so, so much again to everyone at Podcorn for sponsoring this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my lovely cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hello. I will be playing Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician struggling to find his way in life in general. Anna Brisbane. I am playing Blueberry Sky, the vegan environmentalist trying to save the world through art. Nigel Deacon. Hey, I play Xander Gucci Supreme, the camera guy for the movie that hasn't spoken to his parents in seven years and has a weird relationship with his sister. What? <laughs> God. <laughs> and Vince Perino. <laughs> Hi, I play Jet the Boulder Chambers, the big guy with the little dog and the cool mom. All right. Thank you, Anna, for being the only one to do the normal intro. <laughs> I mentioned right before we started recording uh, to, to our listeners, I knew they were going to do something like that. So let's just jump right in, do a recap of what happened last time and get this going. Um, and I kind of don't want to get right into Xander's personal lives right now. All in due time, my friend. <laughs> Next story arc? <laughs> yes. Un- uh, we'll see. <laughs> Our Patreon is officially live and our promo is sadly no more. So if you've been enjoying our exclusive content like Behind the Scenes, where we chat about the previous episode, our story, and all the crazy derailed nonsense in between, or the after party and all of its D&D related shenanigans, be sure to hop on over to patreon.com slash cast party and become an official part of our cast and crew. We're also going to be hooking you up with some juicy goodies for joining. You're going to get access to our community Discord, a free entry into our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every Cast Party episode, access to our VIP room where we host a live listening party with all of us on the release date of each new Cast Party episode. We're listening right now with our patrons as we speak. Where are you? And so many more awesome, exclusive perks, discounts, and rewards. Our Patreon supports the show directly to allow us to continue bringing you consistent, high-quality Dungeons & Dragons content. And we truly, from the bottom of our hearts, appreciate every single one of you who have subscribed so far. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing without you, and we couldn't thank you enough. So, what are you waiting for? Hop on over to patreon.com slash cast party and become an official part of the cast and crew. Now, I'll toss it over to Colin for a recap of what happened last time on Cast Party. After you all reconvened in Amorpho with your respective trainers, Blueberry gave you all a little scare as she pounced onto Sebastian. None of you seem to be alarmed, however. Well, aside from Sebastian as this enormous direwolf went from ferociously growling to playful in a matter of seconds. Narina told you, this is your friend. 
And you were all able to connect the dots, and you popped a squat as she began to tell you the lover's tale. You learned how Talona, the goddess of disease and poison, made a pact with Talos, the storm lord, to work together in order to separate Amorpha and Ecrosia. The rift between them was created after an immense earthquake and a storm that lasted weeks, sending Amorpha and the Grove off of the mainland, creating a new island at sea. This was meant to weaken the magical essence of the Grove. The Druids, however, found a way to keep the Grove alive and have been doing so for centuries. Once a year, on a journey known as the Equinox, the Speaker travels to Ecrosia to gather the singular seed he produces. Bringing it back to Amorpha allows enough power to swell through the grove and survive another year, until another seed can be retrieved. Yasora departed on her equinox days ago, and has yet to return. Narina and the remaining druids of the grove fear the worst. Narina provided you all with some gear, some new clothes that were surprisingly taken by Xander, who might just be trying to start a new streetwear trend with these rags and promptly directed you to two separate teepees she put together for you all, so you can rest for the night and be prepared for the morning's journey. Sebastian joins Xander and Jet in the boys' tent to find them passed out before he could even make room for himself. Feeling the comfort of a safe roof over your head for the first time since you arrived in Fendrea, you all laid down for some much-needed rest. Or at least you thought. Blueberry, still giddy and feeling awake, after learning of her newfound transformation thought some tricks were to be had. Wild shaping into a literal giant spider, she crawled her way up to the tent and gave some late night face strokes to Sebastian and Jet, who promptly screamed and cried for Xander's help to save them from the thing that goes itch in the night. Blueberry popped back into her human form. Well, elf. <laughs> oh, <I can't>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberry popped back into her elven form, and a sigh of relief fell over the boys as she wished them good night. And for the fourth episode in a row, Xander experienced some issue with his pants. This time, a goat woke him up by nibbling at his pant leg, and Narina began gathering you all for the morning's adventure. She took you to the docks beside Amorpha, where you found the large trade ship from Pastau, the city under the arch, docked and ready to sail as well as its gracious captain, Jatoba. Sebastian was essentially already running up and down the deck of the ship before Jatoba could even invite you on board. He was yelling orders, pirate mumbo-jumbo, and finally ended with a good hearty sea shanty. Xander found a couple of Jatoba's crewmates with some cool pirate hats and bartered his way into a game of intense rock-paper-scissors, winning not just one, but two pirate hats. After a few more hours, land became visible, and you saw the once majestic tree known as Ecrosia, standing tall and mighty like his lover, but slowly being overcome by rot and decay from the ground up, with no sign of Yosora in sight. You all head into Ecrosia in hopes of finding her, the One Seed, or anything for that matter. The One Seed was told to be at the very top of Ecrosia, and seeing the massive stairs that lay before you brought some PTSD for our boy Jet as he peered up to the first balcony. You all began heading up, Jet leading the way with his newly found expertise of stair climbing, only to be met by a living purple fungus of sorts and piles of vines that reached out and restricted Jet as he passed by. 
Blueberry immediately went into spider form, chopping away at the vines that held Jet, while Sebastian jumped onto Jet's back in hope of pulling the vines off, only to be restrained himself by the next pair. The vines began shriveling up as the battle commenced, and was finished off by a fiery eldritch blast from Xander that branded a smoking Gucci logo into the vines themselves. Now, you all take a moment to catch your breath and assess your wounds. You are standing on this balcony, surrounded by rotting Gucci vines and a large purple fungus with many steps remaining. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? Am I still a spider? Um, yeah. As long, and like, I mean, unless you wanted to not be a spider. Yeah, just checking. I don't think I changed back. No, I, I don't believe you did. I don't think you did yet. Blueberry just keeps walking forward as a spider up the tree. I am going to take five steps back. Well, okay, so this one's not as big, but it's still Either really way, spooky, right? <laughs> yeah. Taking six steps back now. Yeah, I mean, it's still medium-sized, so, you know, oh, God. Uh, comparable to as big as you. Oh, great. Wonderful. Yeah, in reference to spiders saying medium-sized does not mean the size of a human, I need to... Yeah, it does not mean the size of a medium real-life spider. <laughs> it means the size of uh, you. Okay, well, spider spider blueberries got to be pretty agile and nimble to not be uh, attacked by possibly any more vines, correct? Should blueberry lead? Blueberry is leading. Oh, yeah. Blueberry's going up the stairs. You're right. Blueberry, are you climbing up the wall so you don't have to do with the stairs? Yeah, I'm still on the wall, but I'm going along the stairs. Jet's going to follow behind, but from a safe distance away from her. Xander actually really loves uh, insects and arachnids, so he's like following close behind. I'm in the back. I always forget to ask, what's, what's Frederick doing? I guess he's just riding on the back of the spider. Damn, he's cool with spiders. <laughs> Frederick seems like a badass, so. Does he have like a saddle he rides on or something? No. Like, how does he hold on? He's using some of her web as a reins. <laughs> yeah, there's some web. <laughs> oh, wait, that's kind of, that is really cute, actually. <laughs> All right, you guys continue climbing for quite some time. One thing you do seem to notice is that the bark around you begins to look healthier. It's not completely void of this rot, but the diseased look to the bark doesn't look as bad. And it's not as plentiful the further you rise. And you come up to another balcony after about, again, 20 to 25 minutes of climbing. This balcony is not the same size as the others, though it seems like it used to be. But it only extends about 10 feet before there is no floor left here anymore. The boards that were this balcony are completely gone, leaving a 15-foot gap before the stairs start again on the other side. Oh, so it's like a drop blocking our path. Yes, 15-foot long. Oh, God. Blueberry acts like it's not there and just crawls along the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Blueberry, you can't just leave us here. Yo, you got any web we can, like, swing across or or walk across? I don't know, make a bridge? Uh, Shaking my uh, spider face at the gap. Uh, how are we supposed to get over that? Can I do an investigation check or perception check or something? Yeah, I, I was going to do the same. Give me an uh, investigation. Can someone else do an investigation check? <laughs> Jet <laughs> did say he was going to do one. I, I got a seven. I got a... Oh, God, uh, a ten. There's a hole in front of you. 
in the floor. Wow. <laughs> wow. It seems like there once was wood here and now there is not. <laughs> Does the, I have a question. Does the hole look um, new? Or like, was Give me this... investigation. <laughs> oh, God. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. Oh my god, it's it that's just three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a good start. Blue, blueberry does wants the whole to look, look around real? on Does it look real? <laughs> <laughs> well, Blueberry's gonna look around on this side of the gap for like any sort of big plank of wood or something that she could like put over the gap. Anything on this side that looks like it could be useful. There's no there's no like loose wood. Mm-hmm. Um I know we have rope. That we got in our bags, but I don't know if that's gonna help us get across this. Is is there a window right nearby us or any anything like no, that? No, you you've never seen a window. <laughs> like in general or <laughs> in life? In either of these <laughs> trees, um, there have not been windows. Um, okay, so Sebastian overhearing Xander say, What if it is real? I'm gonna like get on my, my hands and knees and kind of crawl over and like try to try to pat the ground. You mean the hole? The gap. Yeah, like, see if there's an actual hole there. Yeah, you do so, and you, you kind of do that thing where you're, like, expecting, like, because you're kind of assuming there's something here, and your hand just keeps going. Oh, God, okay. I am scooching back then immediately. Is there, like, a a stray branch or something inside that we can possibly, like, all tie our ropes together to, and, like, we can swing across? If you're trying to look for something above you, the closest thing, like, this is basically a sheer face of this bark until about, like, 40 feet above you is, like, the next set of stairs. Because, like, they coil around each other. Like, it's coiling around the whole trunk. Mm-hmm. is gonna crawl over and just poke at some rope on someone's hip. You guys do have rope now, because that's, like, part of the, your adventuring gear. So you guys have, like, enough. Yeah, that's what I was suggesting. Wait, why don't we just ride Blueberry to the other side, one at a time? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think she's big enough for that, bro. I mean, she technically is right now, right? Yeah, she's the size of us, right? She's not an ant, though. Like, ants have the strength of ten men, but, like... At a 90-degree angle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we going to be able to hold on? That leaves the other question of, is she strong enough to hold up 250-pound jet? I'll have you know it's 249 now. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been able to eat that much, but anyways. Right, your caloric intake has been a little little depleted since we got here. Oh, I never thought about caloric intake in the <laughs> D&D world. <laughs> Is is she strong enough, Director? I don't know exactly the the riding rules, but I think all the horses and stuff are technically just medium creatures because like it's not like it's a ten foot by ten foot horse. No horses. I think horses are large. But that would mean they're like ten foot by ten foot, which would just be crazy to me. They'd be like Clydesdale. Horses are like seven feet tall. So they, yeah, they take up like, like a ten by five foot sort of. Yeah. Doesn't mean they actually fill all that space. I would say her continuing to stick on these walls would be pretty hard, especially with you, Jet. Yeah, I cannot fathom this working on a wall. (laughs) Is there any space that we would be able to, like, shimmy along or hang from, like, to get across? Or is it literally just, like, cut flat against the wall? Now that you're looking that area, you can see that, like, the planks that were here like shattered there and there are some small pieces there that you might be able to get like footholds on if you wanted to do that 
what if we uh if we had blueberry go to the other side and like one at a time threw our rope to her and then had her hold on to it and we kind of jump down but hang from the rope and then climb up oh god you get you get what i'm saying yeah that sounds terrifying Blueberry shakes her head. Oh. <laughs> Blueberry's gonna take someone else's rope. Uh, I don't know if everyone has rope. Yeah, we all do. Hers is within her spider form, so she's gonna take someone else's rope. And she's going to run up the stair wall, up to the, the point of the stairs that is directly above everyone else. Okay. How does the railing situation work? Are there, like, beams and then one long... If you're trying to just find, like, a specific area to tie this rope off, is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Can I do that as a spider? I don't know if that... I mean, you have eight legs. Yeah, spiders are dexterous. Like tie knots. Yeah, they're spinning webs all day. Yeah, that's true. Okay. (laughs) I want to try to tie a solid knot on this, this railing above. Okay, so you have one end of the rope all the way up there. You tie it. Yeah. So this is coming all the way down back to you guys, like 40 feet down. And I'm going to hang on to it also. <laughs> okay. What we could do, going off that, we could tie it to ourselves if we don't want to jump and swing. And then we could go along the the little edges that Xander found. So like oh, so we, we kind of have rope? like a safety harness. Yeah, like we have a safety harness. Mm, I like that. That's smart. I like that. Yeah, let's do that. I think that might be the safest way. Sebastian, inspiration for that. Double inspo. Got it. Thanks, Colin. No. Dang it. That's not how that works. Spider <laughs> Blueberry is going to try to push the rope from the top to swing it towards their side since it's like in the middle. Because they're not going to be able to reach it from the middle no. of the gap. So I'm trying to push it towards you. Wait, wait a little, little more. We can do it. You're able to grab it. You know, it's a 15 foot gap, but because of how low it is, like once you push a little bit, like it swings quite a lot. Who wants to, to head on over first? I got it. YOLO, right? Xander, before you go, come here. I want to grab his hand and put it on my pendant on my chest. My mom gave this to me, and she told me it's always going to bring me good luck, so I I want to extend that luck to you. And with doing that, I want to cast Bless. Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, good looks, Ma. I appreciate you. Um, Mommy Jet. Thanks for looking out. <laughs> Bless works for three people, right? I think so. It could, yeah, it can work up to three people. Does it work on self? Yeah. I guess by doing that, I'm touching it and he's touching it. And then I was going to have Sebastian do it before he goes as well. I'll go last. Uh, all right. So I tie the rope around my waist and uh, start trying to climb those little dingle doos sticking out of the wall. So Bless doesn't technically work for skill checks, but I like this move so much. It I'm works make if this... he falls and has to make a saving throw. Oh, true. <laughs> it works for a saving throw, so that's why I want to give it to everybody. I was going to be nice and just make this a dex saving throw, but I guess if you guys want it to be a dex check normally. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if someone pushes him without him noticing, then it'll be a saving throw. <laughs> Sander, good luck, buddy, and I'm going to smack him on the back. <laughs> Please do not. I just got a 20. I'd really, oh, like, I'm not 20. <laughs> You got a nat 20? I got a nat 20 on that Oh, one. yeah, Xander. You didn't even need the rope. <laughs> I feel like you go over, you look look down, the rope wasn't actually tied to you properly, and it just like fell down, but you were just easily able to get across the other side. <laughs> All right, that, that shit was mad easy, guys. You got this. Oh, God. Okay. I'll go next. I don't want 
big burly jet going before me and then possibly knocking out some footholds. So, nothing against you, Jet. Uh, 13. 13's enough. Yes. You're not doing it nearly as comfortably as Xander. You're probably a little scared, too. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of heights, so I'm, I'm probably shaking a little bit, a little wobbly. I'm probably asking Blueberry to, to hold it a little, little tighter than usual. Yeah, so it takes you a little bit longer. It takes you like twice as long as Xander to get across this gap. And Jet. I'm going to tie that rope like as tight as possible around me just because there's two things that Jet doesn't like. That's spiders and heights. So Jet's having a bad day is what you're <laughs> yeah, saying. No, he's not having a very good day at all. His morning started out shitty. His afternoon's been kind of shitty. And now this. Oh, all right. Uh, so Dex. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. Hell yeah. Very slow, a lot of sweat rolling, just beating down my face and back, and it's probably tripping out of my feet a little bit, too. Out out of your feet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like pooling in my feet, and yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you guys get to the other side, and you can hear sloshing as Jet sands back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that was gross. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Blueberry, what are you doing? They're all on the other side of the gap now. I'm untying the rope and pulling it back up to me. I'm chilling up here. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You can just wait for them to get all the way around. The rest of you are continuing on. And yeah, more stairs. Great. Long and tiring journey. You're definitely like over halfway up Ecrosia at this point. Ahead of you, as you finally get to the point where you find Blueberry again, above the staircase is a bottle attached to a rope, like a a pretty decent-sized bottle, like a jug of some sort. It is attached to a rope above you. Oh? Hey, yo, Spider-Ma, could you grab that? Actually, Blueberry, Druid question. Yeah. I know, so you retain your wisdom, charisma, and intelligence? Yeah, if if my perception gets better in this form then I get to keep that but if it's better in my original form I think I get to keep that okay so you still have your high passive perception of 15 blueberry as you see this bottle above you also notice that on the staircase there's a tripwire on one of the stairs (gasps) I point at it with my spidery leg I feel like with all of us well at least Jet and I's fear of spiders definitely going to catch our attention so do we Mm. see her pointing that out you guys have already spent enough time with blueberry you can kind of uh you know you guys were just able to communicate a little bit through miming something as easy as pointing and let me know when my hour runs out by the way you're you're still good it's we're probably like 40 45 minutes in oh god okay uh let's let's just watch over the wire this looks like some some indiana jones stuff i don't know what's in that pot up there that's gonna possibly fall or spill or whatever onto us let's just uh hop right over this stair jet can you possibly pick me up and put me on the next step because i don't know how i can do this arms up right under the arms i'm gonna lift (laughs) them over it thanks yo who would have set a trap in here that seems like there's some malicious behavior afoot Xander, give me investigation. No way. Hey, I got a 20 again. Hey, let's go. A nat 20 20 again? Yeah. Oh my god. 
So with Investigation 22, I guess. But Xander, you're kind of like looking at it like, yo, yo this is kind of weird. As you're looking, this was hastily put here. This was hastily made. It's not the best. Like, it's not hidden very well. It was just more tried to like make this as quick as possible. Um, and as you're kind of investigating, you can actually see the tripwire goes up the bark all the way. And you can't quite see, but it looks like it goes to where this rope with the bottle is connected. Hey, Blueberry. Um, can you chomp through that rope and carefully lower uh, the, the pot down here? I'm going to look at him confused, tilt my spider head. Ew. I just want to know what's in the pot. Yeah, you know, I heard that at a party once. <laughs> oh, that probably didn't end well. I would like to go ahead to wherever the jug is hanging from and just kind of examine. You feel like you have a little bit more time in your spider body. You're not feeling like you're being reverted back anytime soon. Feel free to just climb up the wall to get there. Probably much easier. And as you do so, this isn't even an investigation check or anything. Like, you could just see that this tripwire has, like, a mechanism that allows a hatchet of sorts to swing and rip this rope. Oh, so I gather that the jug is, like, the bonk that hits you if you trip the, the wire. Bonk. <laughs> you at least know that if you trip this wire, the jug will fall. Does it look like there's stuff in it? From here, yeah, you can see that there's some sort of, like, Thin brownish Ew. liquid. Ew. Ew. Can anyone reach it from the ground? No, it's a good. It's it's probably like halfway up. It's probably like twenty feet between. Hmm. Give it a little chomp. If you chop it and one of us is paying attention, we could try to catch it. Oh. Are Are we sure we want to grab this thing? I'm just curious what's inside. I want to know what. What if it's like acid? Well, then we keep it in the jug. I'm nodding my head as a spider. But also, I start to point at the rope like I want to chop it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Like, well. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm waving my hands at her. No. Well, jet, uh, get, get ready. Get ready. No. All right. I'm just going to run forward. That, that thing was set up hastily. It's not, it's not good. I'm stepping over the thing. I'm not stepping on the wire. Oh, God. You scared me. <laughs> <laughs> So Xander moved past a couple of, I don't know how much, but a decent amount. So you're like past the pot completely, Xander. Yeah, I want to be out of its blast range. Sebastian, you are technically over the tripwire. Yes. I'm pointing at the jug and pointing at Jet. Pointing at the jug, pointing at Jet. Do you, do you, I'm going to point at myself. Do, do, do you want me to catch it? Nod, 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 nod. No, no. Commence chomping! No! <laughs> Is anyone under it? I, I am! I it's am! Jet. <laughs> Jet's the only Are one under like it right now. Directly under it. I'm in catching vicinity. Pointing at the jug, pointing at Jet. Why? <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> Snap! No! <laughs> Jet, deck saving throw. What? To try oh. to catch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I don't have inspiration anymore, no! Wait, you still have blessed, though, whatever that you do, does. You do have blessed, though. You blessed yourself. That, was that within a minute? Wait. That would that would have been oh. a minute, right? 
No. It was right. It was, no, we've been going upstairs for a while. Oh. I thought Bless was 10 minutes, because if it was 10 minutes, this was like about halfway between balconies, so I would allow allowed oh. it. Oh, I thought it was like the first three or four steps after we got over the gap. My no. apologies. No, you guys had to continue a bit. Right, right. Because you guys got all the way around again to where Blueberry was 40 feet ahead of you, and then this was further than that. Guys, I got an eight. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I got a seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you go to grab this big jug, and as you do, it is extremely greasy, and you weren't expecting it. Oh. And it slides right through your hands oh. and shatters on the stairs below you. Oh, God. Oh. I need you to make another dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Okay, big money, big money, no whammies. Nine. <laughs> Jet, this thing was full to the brim of this gross, greasy substance, and oh. you immediately fall on the stairs oh. prone and start falling backwards. <gasps> oh, Jet! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you start tumbling down a good 20, 30 feet of stairs, and you're going to take... Eight bludgeoning damage. God damn it, Sebastian! I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm taking how much? Eight bludgeoning. Oh my god, why did my mind go to 20? Oh my god, no. <laughs> oh, oh, I said, I think because I said 20 feet. Oh. Like you fell 20 feet back, uh. yeah. But no, not 20 damage. Oh, I am not feeling good. Xander is unfortunately laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> I am face palming as a spider. So is that like how many hands is that? Oh, good question. It's just one. Oh, just one? It's just one little leg to my face. Oh, you don't want to cover all the eyes, so it's not like four arms going across. <laughs> nah, she secretly wanted to watch him fall. <laughs> Jed, I'm sorry you have to climb the stairs again. Am I even going to be able to climb up with just covered in this grease? You might want to ring yourself out. <sighs> it's like gross, Jet. Feels like you got under your car or something and you're getting all greasy. Pop them shoes off. Do I have uh, like a water canteen on me or something? Yeah. Oh, water doesn't do much for grease. Oh, yeah, that's right. <sighs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take my shirt off. No, I'm wearing chainmail. God, <laughs> how am I gonna get this off me, Sebastian? Throw me your shirt. You're not body surfing up. Throw me your shirt. But it's cold up here. Oh wait, I have extra clothes. Oh yeah, we have extra clothes. <laughs> it's not gonna fit you, but <laughs> throw them down. I gotta wipe this off. All right. I'm going to throw in my gross raggedy shirt that Xander told me not to wear. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're trying to throw a piece of clothing more than 20 feet. Yeah. You got to ball it up. You got to ball it up first. <laughs> roll, roll an attack. Roll a disadvantage. What? <laughs> you're not proficient in shirts. It doesn't have a proper trajectory. Like It's like trying to use like a broken bow and arrow. What? Is there an attack modifier for a rag? <laughs> Just use your dex mod. Okay. With disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, 11. Okay, with an 11, it gets almost to Jet. Oh, no. And 
and then it lands in one of these puddles of grease that are still all over these stairs. Jet, yeah. mm. I'm sorry. I haven't really been working out like you've been telling me to. I guess I couldn't make it there. I'm sorry. Xander's still got one, though. I'm giving him the oh, no, dirtiest look. I'm trying look. to keep this. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this. I got a plan for it. Can we throw down a rope down the stairs, like hold on to one end so that he can kind of like pull himself up or like use it as stability? Oh, oh wait, there's railings also. He could use that. I'm going to take Sebastian's vice, uh, advice earlier and take my shoes off. I will say, before you do that, these stairs are still covered in grease. Oh, if you take your shoes off and then you stand uh. with your, like, like you're just I thought it would just be, like, so. splatters here and there. No, like, this This was like a jug. Like, it is still greasy. I'm just going to point to the railing. Yep. Yeah, I think the railing's your best bet, bro. I see a blueberry. I'm going to try the railing. As you get back to where this grease pool is, give me another deck save, this time with mm. advantage, because you're holding the railing. Nice. 13. 13 passes. Yes. <laughs> it takes quite a lot of time, uh, as this is difficult terrain now, and it takes a little bit to get to the other end. And as you do, you can kind of feel like this grease has kind of started to like settle on the bottom of your boots, and it kind of sticks a little bit with every little step on these next stairs. I return to the stairs with Xander and Sebastian and turn back into an elf. Oh, Blueberry, do you do you still have my rope? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to take the rope, and I'm going to wring it out of Jet's sweat before I put it back in my bag. What? Oh, because he was sweating so much <laughs> wrapped around me. I'm going to stand there with grease dripping off me. Are we not going to talk about what just happened? Uh, Jet, did you happen to grab my shirt on the way up? Or, um, uh, Okay, I'm going to walk up the stairs now. <laughs> <laughs> you better get going. I'm going to go too. Um, I'm not trying to get any grease on my shirt. Mm-hmm. Start walking, boys. Someone uh, should probably be on the lookout for any any more of those things because clearly someone doesn't want us here. And I don't know if that someone is Yasora and she's trying to protect this tree or... Can I look up and see if there's anybody watching us? Give me perception. Ooh, uh, that's a uh, three... <laughs> You start looking up, and a big glob of grease that was on your forehead goes right into your open eye. Oh, God! God. Uh, Burns a little. So that trap looked like it was set up pretty hastily, so the, the folks that, that did that might still be here, so everyone stay like on the lookout. Jet can't see shit, so I'll, I'll walk up front. I don't think I'm going to be looking anymore. That's okay. You worry about getting up the stairs. We got your back. Just I don't want to hear it from you right now. Damn, Jake gets really upset with all of us in different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, who's who's going first? I'll walk forward, keeping an eye out. Okay, Blueberry, um, just continue on another 10 minutes or so, and you come to this last balcony that you can see. And it is completely empty, and these stairs again resume on the other side. But with your very high awareness. You're looking around. You can see that, this. first of all, this doesn't have another gap. It's a. It's just a straight 15 by 25 foot balcony. And about 10 feet in, there is a small trip wire, much like the one from before. 
that is placed on this balcony. Can I see what it's attached to? Give me investigation. Oh, no. Oh, 18. With an 18, you can tell that it doesn't seem to be attached to anything above you. You're looking around, so you think it might be attached to something below you. Oh. As far as you know, it is nothing above you, but it's a tripwire. Like, it was there, it was placed there purposefully. Guys, I think this tripwire, like, opens up the floor, so don't step into it. Thanks. Bye. And I step over it. <laughs> As you do, um, the, the floor here on the other side of this tripwire feels, like, relatively unstable. Ooh. Though it does seem to hold, but it feels like not everything's in the place it should be. One at a time. Okay. Uh, I'm tiptoeing over. I'm going to hold my hand out and help Jet over, just in case he slips or is too heavy. <laughs> I'll take his hand. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Don't worry. It's a little bit greasy. Ew. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I still I got you. As I'm walking by him with my with my other hand, I'm going to like just scoop some of the, the grease on me and just kind of pat him on the shoulder with that oh, hand. Just, Thanks, buddy. Uh, you're welcome. Oh. The poor leather jacket. I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like squeegee some off real quick. Hey, at least it's leather and it's it's gonna slide off a little better than. Yeah, I feel I feel like it'll come off kind of easy. Your way gets no less tiresome as you continue, but this is the last leg of the journey. About five or so minutes later, you can see that the top of the tree is not much further. Now you guys are looking up and you can see that there's a set of branches that are reaching out into Ecrosia. Large branches. And they seem to wrap around each other in the center. Directly above the center of this entire hollow trunk. And they form a platform. Kind of like the top of a lighthouse sort of thing. Sounds like a lighthouse. I do not understand the anatomy of trees. We're getting close to the top, guys. Keeping going, keeping an eye out. Yeah, we need to be real careful. Everyone get ready. Like, put your knives in your hands and your peppermint step in your mouth. Like, let's get up there. I already drank mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I forgot we had those. I, I'm i feeling a little down right now. I might just take some pep right now. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. They worked for me. I felt great. No, no, okay. Come here. Where? Where's your bruise? I got boo-boos all over right now. Did you see how far okay, I just okay, fell? Okay, okay, Let me see, let me see. I just want to, like, produce some some nice little flowers uh, that create the nice little s- solvent that just uh, rub across the wounds and cast cure wounds. Thank you. Oh, but it's only 5 HP, but it's something. Wow, that that feels pretty good. What is that? Yarrow, goldenrod, calendula... But it's like a mix of things, so it's a complicated answer. What does the entrance to this platform at the top look like? So as you get up to the top of the stairs, firstly, you see the area along the outside. So this is not the platform. In these areas are multiple masked bodies. (gasps) They are all wearing black suede with purple accents and they all have metal spikes coming out of their collars the masks they wear are plain and cover the whole face 
These large eye slits sit below high eyebrows. The masks seem to be forever laughing, even in death. They're similar to the comedy tragedy mask, but with sharp, exposed teeth inlaid in front of the mouth. There is also a single teardrop painted under each eye, as well as one on the forehead. One of these bodies is wearing robes of the same black suede, and this body has curved horns on top of the mask. All of them have large open wounds that led to their death, and behind them is an immense area of black rot. On the platform that sits above the open trunk is a large bulbous seed being held in place by two branches that wrap around its edges. The seed is the size of like an oblong beach ball, and it seemingly floats in the space above its wooden pedestal. There is an elven woman here. She has extremely pale skin along with bright white hair. She wears green robes that flow down her back and onto the floor, and is currently standing with a hand on each of the branches that hold up the seed, gripping each tightly. Her eyes are closed, and she seems to be mumbling under her breath. And as you look, her hands seem to glow a small amount, pulsating like a heartbeat. The rot has gotten this far. The branch on the right side of the seed has rot just a foot away from it. It stops dead in its tracks at her glowing hands. Uh, I'd like to take a beautiful picture. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, not not a bad time, I guess. Yeah. yeah give me give me performance. Mm, I got a six. It's pretty dark in here. You're having trouble framing what you're trying to see. It's just not the right lighting. So it didn't come out great. You're seeing exactly what you think you do. As you look at the picture, there's a wall on the backside. In the indentations in the bark. You see what looks like Namora. Shit. All right. What happened up here? Here to finish the job, are you? No, well, wait. You, Sora? Yes. We're here to make sure you're okay. We've been sent to find you. By your elf buddies. We're here to help. We need to stop the rot from spreading. Uh, how, how do we do that? How can we help? These men here... One of them was a witch, spreading the disease through a stake they thrust into Ecrosia. Does it seem like she's telling the truth? Give me insight. Fourteen? Her voice is vibrating a lot because she is exhausted, and she has not stopped from closing her eyes. But you do believe that she's telling the truth. She says, The horned one was a witch. How can we help? Ecrosia still weeps. The sickness is still spreading. There must be another source. Another witch? It must be. Where? Uh, Yeah, where? Where can we find him? Or her? Wherever the rot is worst. Ayo, Blueberry, can't you, like, talk to trees or some shit when you touch them? Um, yeah, but this one's so big. I don't know. No, I can talk to animals. I can't really talk to plants. I can, like, feel connected to them, but not, like, literally talking. I mean, the only other time we saw 
crazy rot like this is down at the bottom. I stopped the rot spreading up here. The witch is dead. There must be another source. At the bottom? Damn, do we have to walk down all those stairs? Did you kill all these men? Yes. Wow. Who are they? Followers of plague. As she says that, I want to go to the one closest to me and try to pull the mask off it. You're able to do so. There are three up here. They're all wearing black suede. One of them is wearing black suede robes. And that is the one with the horns. I want to take the masks off all of them. As you do so, you're seeing that all of these teardrops that are painted underneath the eyes as well as one on the forehead, they're in different colors. And you take the mask off of all of them. There seem to be three human men here, all completely shaved bald. I want to put all three masks in my bag. Okay, you have those. Jet, while you're here, give me an investigation. Ten. You are kind of just looking around to see what they had. There's a few gold here. Total of four gold across all of them. Oh, heck yeah. Are you hurt, Ysora? Not, not hurt. Are you? Are you guys hurt? Some are a little bit, but... We we had some bumps, but I think we're all right. We're not here to worry about us. We, we came for you. You promised to help Ikroja. Yes. Let me help you help him. Okay. As she says this, behind her, from the ground begins the form of a spectral unicorn on its hind legs coming out from the ground. And you can see her hands are glowing a little more in this moment. Like the graveyard. This is a unicorn aura. Any of you starting your turn here will gain a d6 on all of your turns, and since it lasts a minute, you will easily be back up to full HP if you stand within this area for a minute. Whoa. I pushed Jet. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, was there rot at the bottom of the tree? Yeah. Yeah, there there was a lot. There was a lot of rot. It was an array of decay. Did we see any... What what did you say that he stabbed it? It was a stake. Did, did we did anybody see a stake in it? I don't remember seeing any sort of knife or stake or anything down there. There wasn't any concentrated area, was there? As you guys were at the bottom, I will say you did notice that there were large root systems, like tunnels. Oh yeah, essentially tunnels, much like Amorpha had. Okay, so there was rot down below, and maybe there's something going on in the roots. Then go there. Is there anything we could do for you in the meantime? Hurry. Is there a quicker way down? Let's add some grease. Slip and slide! (laughs) I'm gonna gonna jump on my stomach and just slide all the way down. No. (laughs) She says, wait, wait. My bag. Your bag? Yeah. I'm gonna gonna grab her bag. There are berries. Okay. We, we haven't had a lot of uh, good times with berries. Take two each. Okay. Eating this will slow your descent, and you can jump. Oh. 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 It's like Willy Wonka up in here. Yes. You will need two. You will need two. The fall is too long. It does not last with one berry. Is there enough for all of us? There is. Okay. Do we eat them both at once, or do we eat one and then halfway down? 
you will start to fall quickly and you'll have to eat the next one. Oh okay. god. Okay. I'm gonna hand two to everybody. But what if we just jump down and then halfway through we just eat one and then we save the other one for later? That would be fun. I like that plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Xander, you do you, boo-boo. I'm gonna listen to the nice lady. Xander, I've always wanted to go skydiving anyway. This could be like our bucket list. This is it, bro. This is it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You better hope you're falling straight. Can we hold hands? Oh. I, I'm handing two berries to everybody, and I'm going to put the bag aside, and I'm going to jump first after eating one berry. Jet, you jump. You're still going relatively quickly. Like, this doesn't feel like a leisurely stroll. Like, you're still going fast. There's wind whipping. The trunk didn't have any debris or anything in the center, so you're not worried about hitting anything at all. Uh, and, you, you know, you're going down. You can see the area where... There was grease on the stairs, and then the area where the balcony was broken down. And finally, you start to see the area where you fought off the violet fungus and the vines. But right as that area comes into view, you start falling very quickly. I am going to take another berry. You had it in your hand, you pop it. It slows your descent a little bit, and you're still going relatively quickly. To help slow me down, can I like hold my shield up above me? Uh, so it's kind of like a parachute almost. Mary Poppins this shit. Yeah, Mary Poppins the hell out of this. Love it. Love it. Uh, you can have info for that as well because I love that. <laughs> Your fall slows again to a bearable speed before you hit the ground. Yeah, you fell slower than normal, but your knees still buckle. This is feather fall. You're still falling 10 feet a second. You were going fast. You feel a little bit of grease rain a few seconds later, but you have your shield above you, so it actually gets almost all on your shield. Hey, Jet, how was it? My my knees hurt a little. I got rained on a little, but I'm okay. Okay, we'll be down soon. I, I'm gonna slap Sebastian on the arm, not in the face, uh, and be like, "Don't forget to roll." when you hit the ground you don't want to oh, yeah don't want to do that superhero pose like that's just how you oh. bust up your knees yeah like those parkour dudes in those videos i watch yeah exactly okay not knowing this jet is going to position himself to help catch sebastian <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> wait wait let's do a cannonball hype yeah you guys should go first your plan is to jump halfway or three quarters of the way down pop one berry yes yeah i want to <laughs> pop it when i get to the second balcony okay i was thinking the uh the balcony with the where the fungus was oh that's the first one you're cutting it close <laughs> <laughs> well that's when jet did it <laughs> oh god okay xander i need, I need oh god okay <laughs> <laughs> you're both doing cannonballs yeah Jet's really going to brace himself now, seeing that two of them are jumping at once. <laughs> it starts getting real loud, because you guys are... I don't know what terminal velocity for a human is, but I know it's a lot faster than 10 feet a second. That is terrifying. It starts to be like hard to see. Your eyes start to water. You aren't wearing goggles or anything like a normal skydiver does. It actually almost gets hard to feel exactly where you are. So it's hard to tell where these balconies are. Oh, no. But Sebastian... <laughs> Yes. I, I was going to take mine earlier exactly. than Xander. You were going to take <laughs> yours earlier, and you are able to kind of see you see something that might look like a balcony, and you pop that in. But, but we're holding hands, though. So do I get, like, yanked by him? Does that slow me down or speed him up? Okay, so here's a very good question. You guys were holding both hands? 
No, just one. Just one, one hand. Okay. Xander, where were you holding your berry? My other hand. Okay. I feel like you guys were holding relatively strong. And yeah, you would actually get slowed by this, but also you would start to pull Sebastian down with you. Oh, God. Xander, eat your berry! Xander! Oh, shit! (laughs) Your guys are still going quickly. It feels much better now, though. You're doing the same 10 feet a second. Fall all the way to the ground. As we are having our leisure stroll down to the bottom, Sebastian is making a mental note on how he can change up the words to Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Oh my god. Hell yeah. (laughs) So Jet, you see these two, they are coming at you relatively quickly, hand in hand. Yeah, not expecting it. How how far away are they? Like, how how much reaction time do I have now? Five. Uh, I'm going to put my shield above me again to try to brace so that they have something to land on to kind of cushion it a little bit. Ah, Don't catch me! Don't catch me! Yeah, Sebastian, you, you, you fall on your ass a little bit. Ah, why did you just move? <laughs> I wanted to help. Can I try to roll? Like, roll out of the fall? Give me acrobatics. 17. Hell yeah. And it looks pretty dope, Xander. Hell yeah. <laughs> Stuck the landing, bro. That was fun <laughs> as hell. I might I might just run back up and do another one. <laughs> well, we still have to go get Blueberry, so you might want to get climbing if you want to join her on the way down. I'm going to grab him by the collar when he's trying to run away. Like, Stay. I jump. Did you do a berry before? I eat one right after falling. When I get spooked at how fast I'm going, then I eat one. So 60 seconds later, about the same time you get to that violet fungus area, you have to pop another berry. Nom. If you all were wondering, it took exactly 100 seconds total to get down. Did Sebastian and I come down faster than 100 seconds? Yeah, but I'm not doing that math. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When you get to the ground, you can see that there are five main roots around you, but one seems to be the worst of them all in terms of general rot. Well, that's gotta be the one, huh? Uh, I guess so. Did Yasora say that there were going to be more of those people, or do you think she took care of them all? She said probably another witch. Oh, yeah, you're right. She was like, oh, come to finish the job. So there's got to be more, right? I guess so. We all need to be, like, super extra careful. Watch out for any of those hastily traps. And, like, maybe Xander, just have some knives ready. You know, all, like always. Oh, yeah. Anybody need a knife? I got I got a bunch. As you guys are going, what order are you walking in? Jet's going to go first, unless Blueberry wants to. Yeah, I'm going to transform into... Well, how, how big is the space to walk? Oh, like huge. The start of this route is like 30 foot wide. I'm going to turn into a giant hyena, which is a hyena as big as a horse, basically. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus oh Christ. <laughs> and I'm white. That was both a Ryan reaction and a Sebastian reaction, just to clarify. <laughs> it's a white hyena with gray spots. And a flower crown. What wait? What what is a uh, what's little man doing on on her back? Same as always. Just riding along. Yeah, he's a great cowboy. Is, is he more on top of your head, like holding onto your ears, or is he just on your back, like shoulders? Jet, here I was thinking you'd be the biggest person here, but well, technically she's not a person right now. Uh, yeah, you kind of right. I again am going to give Sebastian a very dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to go to the back of the line. I, I think horse hyena first. Or am I going first? I don't know. He went in before I could transform, so I'm walking behind him. Following along the rotten walls of this route, you start to descend in elevation. This route seems to be going deeper into the ground, and the rot here continues to get worse. Like, the black starts to get more concentrated. You can see a few branching paths as the root system spreads out into the earth, but you are able to follow the main route with ease. There are small areas where the bark floor itself gets steep going downwards, but not enough for you to like worry about your footing. But this route levels off a bit, and in front of you, there is an area of this route that seems more broken than the rest of what you have been walking on. It is rotted, much like the area before, but this area has a deep gash along the floor where the wood itself seems to have been ripped up by something. It's splintered and worn. The gash is about five feet wide, and it seems to have been repaired as there's a like wooden sheet placed over this gash in the center to bridge the gap to continue on the other side. On that other side, you can see two more of these masked bodies <gasps> lying on the ground, covered in blood, oh. and a white powder. The powder is all over their bodies as well as the nearby walls. And across from them on the other side of the room is a large humanoid-looking mushroom. <gasps> humanoid. Humanoid-looking? It is an off-white, brownish-tan color. It looks as if a very large mushroom had its stem grow out to form the shape of a humanoid body with the head of a mushroom top. Is it connected to the ground? Or is it free walking? Free walking laying down. Oh. Horrifying. It's not moving? Oh, God. It is not moving. The figure looks like it has these mushy eye sockets in the mushroom Ugh. cap itself. Ew. Nope. Don't like that. Laying down, it is covered in some red blood, as well as it has large gashes taking out of its stem, and it is seeping a dark brown goo. I don't. I don't know if I feel safe walking on this wooden gash thing. Can I see any evidence of a trap? Yeah. Give me investigation. <laughs> it looks too man-made. Fourteen. Your hyena instincts go in and you, it almost smells like there's a toxic gas somewhere close by. And if you look underneath the platform that is across, there is a needle placed below it. Oh. Huh. And right underneath that needle is this large, it looks like an animal bladder that is tied off at multiple ends that is inflated. Oh, what the hell? I point at it with my nose. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to jump over the gash. Let's, let's follow Blueberry's suit. I don't want anyone jumping on that. And are you continuing? I want to investigate the bodies. Does everything seem dead? Yeah. Do any of the bodies have useful things on them. Do you want to keep your investigation of 14 for the trap, or you want to do another one? Ooh. Uh, I want to do another one. Yeah, oh, gamble! No, eight. Oh. <laughs> With an eight, I will say you can find another four gold across these bodies. They have, like, some daggers on them. I'll take those. Frederick takes one gold and then gives one gold to everyone else. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh. Jet, you want to grab those masks too? 
Yeah, I, I just want to pull a mask off and, and see. More bald humanoids. Do they all have different colored uh, teardrops as well? Yes. Do you guys think that this mushroom is helping Acrosia? Or do you think it was working with these plague people? Well, they got the white powder on them, and that thing's kind of white. So it feels like it was helping Acrosia, right? What if this is like a self-defense mechanism for Acrosia? Kind of like white blood cells. Yeah. Oh, duh, that makes so much sense. I'm going to continue through. Are, are you guys following? Or are you guys? Yeah. yeah. Passing by the dead fungus and bodies and continuing down the route, you start to hear things moving ahead of you. There is shouting coming from a few different voices, as well as loud sounds of tree branches breaking. I start to walk very carefully, quietly. Ahead of you, the route seems to curve to the right, and it seems like the sound is coming past there. Stealthing forward. Yeah, we need to be real quiet. Just everyone get at the ready, just in case. I don't really want to fight anyone if we don't have to, but if it's the only way to save Acrosia and get Yasora out of here, I think... I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do, right? Everyone roll stealth. Nine... 16, 17, 10. Blueberry, you're ahead, trying to be a little quiet. Your claws of the hyena are scratching a little bit on the bark, so it's making a little more noise than you you want to. You're moving forward to try to see around the bend. Mm Mm-hmm. As you do, the area here is wide. The root itself is collapsing into the earth around it, which kind of makes this area seem bigger. There are also creatures here. There's a large spiny mass of thorns along the remaining wall of the root here on your left. It is surrounded by two of these masked intruders, much like that you have seen before, and they are slashing at the thorny appendages of this ball. Further down on the right, you can see a huge break in the wall of the root. And another root of Ecrosia is pushing its way in through the hole and attacking more of these masked humanoids, as if the root had a mind of its own. The root coming in is dark black and is cracking with every swing on these masked individuals who seem to be fighting for their lives. And further behind all of this are three more of these masked humanoids. One in the back wears robes with the horned mask and seems to be casting a spell on something behind him. On your left side is the big mass of thorns and the two masked people are fighting each other. Further down the tunnel on the right is the root that's coming in from the outside, battling three more of these masked people. And finally, in the back, there is the three people, the what you know now is the witch, with two people guarding him. How far ahead is the the thorny vines from us right now? About 20 feet on your left side. So I should say it is very wide here. It's about 30, 35 feet wide, depending on where you are. Uh, About 20 more feet behind him on the right side is the root coming in. Way back down in about 60 feet away from you are the other guys. I'm running in to attack the closest masked person. I'm attempting to catch the person closest to me off guard and bite them. Give me a attack roll with advantage. 
and then we'll all roll initiative after the surprise round. 19. 19 definitely hits. Ooh, 11 piercing. So this guy you are attacking, we're going to say, has... This is a very easy help is just to do the colors. So we're going to say this has orange. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, God. Ooh, 18. Uh, dirty 20. Damn it. 14. <laughs> 12. We're at the top of the order with Xander. All right. Am I I'm, Am I still sneaking? Mm, yes. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to pull out the camera. I'm going to switch it to low light mode with an, an attempt <laughs> to uh, take a picture of everything that's going on here. But because I've got the intent to attack because Blueberry's destroying that man. <laughs> I'm going to aim at the the dude casting the spell, the one with the horns. I'm trying to take a picture of him with low light, but that means that I'm casting Guiding Bolt. <laughs> okay. Um, what does sneaking do? Depends if he sees you or not. He definitely doesn't, so you'll have advantage on this spell attack. Cool. 18. 18 hits. Sweet. I have to roll 5d6. Oh my god. <laughs> 19. Holy shit. And the next attack on him takes advantage. Yes, from anyone, right? It's not just you? Yep. Yeah. Until the end of my next turn. Okay, cool. That is this witch dude's turn. You can see he turns around at you. <laughs> Thank you. For what? Raises his hand at you, Xander. What's your armor class? 13. Oh, this is going to hit. Oh, I don't like that. And you can see from his wrist, a bolt of fire comes out at you and you're taking seven fire damage. Ow, fuck, that burns. <laughs> you're welcome. Sebastian. Blueberry take a chomp at the closest guy who is attacking this thorny ball of spines and grossness. Yeah. And Xander went straight for the witch in the back. But the witch guy is glowing, so you get advantage. Oh, shit. Okay, let's follow Let's follow Xander, because he was last to attack, so I'd probably follow his lead then. I also don't want to hit a big, huge horse and have to worry about threading my needle, you know? So we're going for the witchy boy. Uh, and that's advantage, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, first one is 16. Second one is 16. So that's a 16. 16 hits. Fuck. Oh, no, that's a seven, not a one. Nice. Nine damage. <laughs> Hell yeah. His arm was out. He started, like, bringing it back down. You're able to chip him in the shoulder um, as he's glowing, and that glow fades. Hell yeah. Nice shot, bro. Thanks. I was just following suit, so thanks for making them all glowy. I could see him real well. You can see that one of these guys takes a swing at the tree, and it goes... Gets a nice big crack. Ah. Blueberry, it's your turn. Uh, I'm gonna jump onto this same guy again. Arr, stop attacking these t- t- nature. Arr. Give me another attack roll. Dirty 20. Nice. Dirty 20 hits. That's just seven piercing. Okay, this uh, dude with the orange teardrops. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's a little too much there, girl. A little too much there. Jet. 
how far away am I from Xander? Five, ten feet. Seeing him kind of blow up and fire, I'm going to like, in surprise, grab up at my chest and put my hand on my pendant. Holy shit, Xander, are you okay? Please be okay. I want to cast Shield of Faith on him. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, what does that do? A shimmering field appears around and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it a plus two bonus to AC for the duration in that last 10 minutes. Damn. Hell yeah. So you now have 15 AC. Yeah, I'm good, Jet. Thanks, bro. Oh, thank God. I feel a little bit safer, though. And I think that's all I can do in my turn. Is that a bonus action? I think Shield of Fate is a bonus action. Oh, is it? Oh. And so then I'm going to go up towards the guy that Blueberry is, is munching on right now. And I'm going to try to finish him off. Oh, come to have some fun, have you? I got a 16. 16 hits. <laughs> That's nine damage. That's down. It was a really ballsy thing for him to say that when a giant hyena is, like, teeth in him. <laughs> and then Big Boy is coming with a hammer right to his face. Ballsy to the end. I like that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's on the ground now. Man, Sugar really went down swinging. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we kick him out yet? <laughs> that would have been his turn, but no longer. You see another guy takes a big chunk out of the root that's coming in. And then there's also this guy who is on the other side of Blueberry and Jet. He takes another swing at these vines. As immediately after that, one of these vines whips around to smack him in the face, cutting his cheek. And he goes, yes, yes. He liked it? Yes. Oh, no. Directly after that, you hear a loud of a tree branch. And you see one of these dudes that was fighting the tree gets sent 20 feet away to the wall and is just destroyed on impact. Oh, damn. It crows are not playing around. Okay. And we are back at the top of the order with Xander. You know, the light, the lighting's actually fine. So I'm just going to switch over to uh, a regular snapshot. Eldritch Blast at the spellcasting guy. 14. Uh, that hits again. Hell yeah. Balls. It's only five. <sighs> Still something. Take that, you weird head-ass man. <laughs> you like to trade, don't you? And you can see his hand comes up again for you, Xander. Mm, okay, I have 15 now. And this firebolt comes up. Seems to, like, not come exactly where he wants to. He's a little bit surprised by your Eldritch Blast. His hand comes up, and instead of coming directly at you, he hits his friend that was in fighting with the thorny spine. Whoa! Ha! Dummy! He got that nat one, though. Oh! <laughs> ah! Hmm. Yeah, see? You don't want any of Xander's smoke. <laughs> nice shot, loser! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it is hot in here. <sighs> Nice, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> that is Sebastian. All right. Well, I'm already slinging insults at this guy. Let's go for another. We're going to do vicious mockery on uh, the witchy boy. And I'm just going to yell out. Uh, you have some really, really weird friends here. Um, you, you should try branching out a little more. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a save of some sort, right? Wisdom save 13 DC. I got a nat one. Oh! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's two nat ones in a row for this dude. <laughs> Alright, so that is max four damage. And he also has disadvantage on the next attack roll. You can see another one of these dudes smacks at the root that's coming in. The dudes who are way back in the back, like with the witch dude, they were kind of waiting for you guys. And now seeing that you are not coming towards them, they start running towards you. They're using full dash actions and they are going to get in front of Blueberry and Jet. They cannot do anything because they use their action to dash, but they are now right up there with you guys. And Blueberry, it's your turn. I will say there is a new follower right in his place, but this one is looking directly at you, not this thorny mass that's next to you. Well, I think that he is the same guy, and I'm going to try to bite him <laughs> non-lethally. Bit of rage. <laughs> 24. Ooh, 24 hits. Oh, baby. 12 piercing. Oh, shit. You're killing it today. <laughs> All right. You get, a, you get a nice chunk out. Ah, man. That's a little much, too. Yeah. I, I can see what Joe was saying about you. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Jet, you're up. Next to you is Blueberry. In front of you are these two followers that ran up to you. Green tears and yellow tears. Blueberry just hit green tier, dude. Teaming up with Blueberry, I'm going to go after the person that she was attacking. Yeah, go ahead. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. Sick. You guys are rolling way better this time than you did last session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> that is 10 damage. Chet, you just knock this dude right to the ground again. This combo just seems to be working for you guys. I'm putting my hand up to uh, give Blueberry a high five. Give me some paw. I put my snoot in it instead. (laughs) (laughs) Little wet, but that'll do. And kind of like wipe it off on my chest. (laughs) So there's two dudes over by the root coming in now. He's taking another swing. And then this other one that is still in combat with this thorny spine of grossness is taking a swing at it. And you can see that this thing falls. The, the plant? This massive ball of thorns seems to recoil from this last dagger slice and falls to the ground. Oh no. And finally, you can hear another big... And one of these other guys by the tree yelps loud... Does not fall, but gives that nice yelp. And Xander, we are again back to you. All right. There's another Eldritch Blast. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, Ryan, <laughs> you everywhere. better keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, like, yeeted the dice across my whole desk. Oh, we heard. <laughs> That's a 12 going towards the, the witch. 12 actually hits. Ooh. What? This man's a baby. <laughs> this man's a baby. <laughs> what is that number? Oh, uh, that is a 12. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Forgive me. No. 
And you can see he raises his hands again, this time not directed at you. He puts his hand into his sleeve and he grabs a small object and he throws it into his mouth. Oh my god. And he falls to the ground. That dude straight poisoned himself. <gasps> he did! Yo, that's some World War II spy level shit. Sebastian, your turn. Oh my god. Okay, uh, and what happened to everybody else? Are they still chilling? Oh, they're still swinging at the root that's coming in. Okay, and Blueberry and Jet are still whacking at two other dudes. Two dudes? One dude left? One dude, but also the one dude who was right near them just killed the thorny mass. Okay, I am just gonna do a quick crossbow shot at the one that Blueberry just last chomped on. Well, that one's dead, but there is one in front of Blueberry and Jet. That one. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) That's a six. (laughs) Six does not hit. This one goes wide. You can hear it bounce off of the bark in the background. Okay, well, I'm gonna realize I'm not really shooting too well in this route, and I'm gonna put the crossbow away, stick to what I know, and I'm gonna grab my guitar and I would like to inspire Blueberry with a song. <laughs> oh, God. If that's okay. It is always okay. All right. We strumming. This is the story of a girl who grew some flowers and saved the whole world. Oh, well, she looks so great with vines and shapes. I absolutely trust her with my life. Nice. I like that. That That was really cute. Co-written by Nigel. Aww. What up? (laughs) That's my turn. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll creep up like 10 feet. I feel like I'm getting really far away still. I mean, you're like 20 feet back, so if you do 10 feet, you're like 10 feet closer. Sure. That's how that works, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're leaving Xander in the dust because Xander's like 10 feet back with you. That's all right. All of my attacks are 120 feet. Why would I move? Exactly. You don't need to. (laughs) I just feel left out, really. So there is purple, yellow, blue, black, and the root. That is purple's turn. So the purple gets another swing off on the root, and it gets a nice crack. And then it is yellow's turn. Yellow is right in front of you, Jet. And he just saw... You strike down his friend next to him. Jet, what's your armor class? Isn't it some bullshit? 18. (laughs) You can see this guy just has a small dagger. He's going for any little kink in the armor he can get to. That is actually an 18. No. Oh, no. Damn. So you're going to take three piercing damage, and I need a con saving throw. Uh Uh-oh. Poison daggers. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 passes. And he's going to take another slash at you. No! (laughs) (laughs) That's a nat 20. No! Oh, God. So you're going to take nine piercing damage. I just rolled max on that crit. And I need another con save. I'm really not feeling good. Uh, That's 13. 13 passes. All right. Blueberry. I would like to do everything in my power this turn to get their attention on me. Like get them to attack me. Like I wanna I wanna jump on them and be like like snap in their face and be like in the way. Okay, okay. So there is the one directly diagonally from you, like in front of Jet, 
there is a one about 15 feet towards in front of you that just killed this spiny mass of thorns and he is now looking directly at you you can see that he's probably going to come after you soon and then there are the two other ones by the root which i'm assuming is the ones you're talking about okay then i want to bother the one that just attacked jet so hopefully they both target me oh okay okay so if 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 I could get an attack out of this, also cool, but more than anything, I just want to like convince them to like deal with me. Okay, this is what we're going to do, because I, I like this, and I like the idea. I want to have you do an attack roll. If your attack hits, I'm going to have you do intimidation, but only if the attack hits. Okay. Yeah, 24. Yeah, that hits. That would suck if that didn't. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Intimidation is a 10. How much damage did you get for that attack? 10 piercing. Oh, get this fucking dog away from me. Oh my God. (laughs) I guess you'll see what happens on the next turn. Uh Uh-huh. Chet, that's you. I'm going to reach my pocket for my pep in your step. Okay. Sebastian, how how bad were these things? Uh, they're they're not bad. They they kind of taste, you know, a little medicine-y, but they they got some flavor. I'm gonna pop it and take it. You're getting two d four plus two HP back. Five plus what? Two. Seven. Nice. I'm feeling a little bit better, but I uh, I feel like I got the flu. You hear another crack on this route that's coming into um, where you guys are. And then, Blueberry, the one that has been staring you down for the past little bit, is going to run at you. This one has black teardrops. He's going to attack you. What is your armor class as a hyena? A grand total of 12. Oh, no. I am not afraid. That's a 19. 19 hits. That's three piercing damage. Bring it on. (laughs) And I also need a con saving throw. (laughs) Natural one. Okay. I was going to remind you about the inspiration, but uh, (laughs) that's not going to help. I should have done that with intimidation. Damn. So this is three more poison damage. Okay. And he's going to attack you with a second attack with that dagger. Hyena looks unbothered. 17. Yes. That's two more piercing, and I need one more con save. Uh, 13. 13 passes. <laughs> oh, this thing is disgusting. You said this is a dog? Yeah, it's a dog. It's just, just get rid of the dog. <laughs> the root that's coming into this area is doing another few cracks on these guys, and you can hear more yelps. And that is back to the top with Xander. Uh, seeing Jet being all banged up, um, I'm going to call over to him as a bonus action. You're not looking too good, bud. Send good vibes. And that's going to be me casting Healing Light 2d6 for an additional 5 health. Oh, I could feel the vibes all over my body. I take it he passed the vibe check. <laughs> oh, feels so nice. Weirdly enough, it looks like he did. All right, cool. Um... And then I will do an Eldritch Blast at one of the guys that they aren't fighting. Oh, so the guys that are over by the root? Yeah. There's one with purple teardrops and one with blue teardrops. Does one look more menacing than the other? They both look exactly the same. Amazing. 
The purple's closer, so I guess that makes more sense for you to just smack. Purple's also like a menacing color, right? Like the Prowler in Spider-Verse, he's, he's purple. Okay. Yeah. Barney. Oh, yeah, Barney. Barney. Uh, I got a 15. 15 hits. And seven. <laughs> that kills it. Woo! <laughs> Dang. Hell yeah, feeling like a powerhouse tonight, baby. This guy wasn't expecting um, to get shot in the back with a camera while fighting this root and collapses to the ground. Mm, he's branded with Gucci. Oh, oh hell yeah, he is. <laughs> is. Right? Can I get, just get it right in the middle of the forehead over the teardrop? Well, he's he's facing the other way. You got to pick something on his back. All right. Well, then it's it's just gonna go the right the butt cheek, yeah, right, <laughs> right on, on butt his butt cheek. cheek. Ooh, Gucci tramp stamp. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sure. You know what? I like that one. The Gucci tramp stamp. All right. He's, he's, <laughs> he's branded with Gucci in somewhere around his ass region. And Sebastian, you are now up. Okay. Before I, I aim in on the last guy hitting the root, I'm going to use a my last Bardic Inspiration slot on Jet. I'm sorry, Jet. You don't get a song. You just get a shitty pun. No. Don't worry, Jet. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> What the, the one guy that hates puns the most. <laughs> That's why. That's so good. Uh-huh. And then, so here is something. When it when I got Dissonant Whispers, I really wanted to try this. So I don't know how you would like to roll for this, if at all. So Dissonant Whispers is... You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. I kind of just want to dig deep into this dude's trauma and see if it's possible. I I just want to angrily whisper into this guy's head, and I don't know if this is going to work. She'd be alive if it weren't for you. (laughs) And see if that hits a a string, you know? Okay, what kind of save is Dissonant Whispers? Uh, Wisdom save of 13. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to roll a pure luck check to see if that means anything to him (laughs) okay that's a nat 20 that means absolutely nothing to him dang it! i'm going to roll (laughs) my save with advantage now oh man you took the gamble i did that's another nat 20 oh my god i'm rolling like crazy right now (laughs) um they do take half as much damage though okay how much six six psychic damage oh god that's not the good pain oh you can see he's starting to grip his head that is the dude who is right in front of you, Jet. Looks into your eyes. You can see through his mask, his pupils staring directly at you. Forgive me. Grabs a pill. Swallows it. Oh. No. These dudes stealing all our XP. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberry, your turn. I want to rifle through the guy nearest and see if I can find the, the source of uh, like these berries. If he's got some of these berries on him, what, what do you mean berries? Like the the little pill things they've been taking? Yeah, yeah, yeah the pills, pills. So, how do you want to do this? The dude who's still in front of you is actively attacking you, and then there's also the body on the ground which didn't take a pill. The one that is still up. Wait, is the other guy on the ground? dead or just passed out like knocked out so the two on the ground are now dead because one took the cyanide pill jet murdered the other one okay i would like to find this guy's source of pills okay 
give me investigation to see even if you know where this will be. 17? You can see that he has some sort of pouch that is inside the wrist of the, like the, it's not exactly a robe, but of the sleeve. If I still have a move, I'd like to bite that pouch and steal it. Ooh, that's dangerous. Okay, give me an attack roll. Oh, inspiration! It's not going to help, but... Okay, wait, how much is the inspiration? What die? D6 right now. Ah, eight. So, Blueberry. Yeah. Do you remember last session when you got a nat one? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. You saved it, you son of a bitch. You're able to bite this bag out of his wrist, but the capsule breaks open in your mouth. Oh no. That's 24 poison damage. Holy Holy shit! Okay. Was that the only one in there? Can I tell? Yes, there was only one. (sighs) Okay, I am pleased. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) Are you not dead? No, hyena's looking okay. Oh, fucking moon druid. What? There's no way. Oh my god. Hyena looks dizzy and wobbly, but okay. First of all, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? 45 HP, baby. No. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's like the ruiner to a big moment, right? Man, I love getting to use the stored nat ones. And (laughs) when you made a move like you're trying to bite at a cyanide pill, Uh I'm going to cash in on that. But damn. Holy shit. You were just like, okay, cool. (laughs) So. Yes, next, go. She's like, oh, I'm not upset at that at all. No, that's nothing. Oh my God. Blueberry, are you okay? Okay. Who's what's near me? What's going on? The dude in front of Blueberry, who no longer has a pill in his little pouch, is right in front of you. And then there's also the one dude by the root in the back. Okay, I am going to try to do some non-lethal damage to him. The dude in front of you? Yes. Uh, 15. 15 hits. All right. Big money, no whammies, please. Seven. Okay. Seven damage. And that is the guy that is currently by the root. You can hear another smash. He hits more like the thicker part of the root. It doesn't crack as much as just kind of bounce off. And that is the root's turn. And it smacks this last guy directly into head. You can hear a crack as it hits the ground. Oh, satisfying. Xander, you're up. Oh, wait. I skipped the dude in front of you who is going to take a slash at the hyena who just bit his way out. That's a 22. Uh Uh-huh. Two piercing with con save, please. Okay. And his second attack missed. Yeah, 18. 18 passes. (laughs) Sorry, Xander, now it is your turn. There is only the one dude in front of Blueberry left. Is that the one that Jet tried to hit non-lethally? Yes. Can I do a non-lethal Eldritch Blast? (laughs) So, like, technically, this game's weird and, like, certain things aren't able to be non-lethal. 
if you want to do it non-lethally, I'll let you roll with disadvantage. Just go stab him. Well, yeah, what if I just, like, run up and shank him? Then you can run up and shank him. All right, I'd like to run up and shank him non-lethally, please. <laughs> <laughs> New sentence. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me a non-lethal shank. Okay, well, I'm, I guess I'm non-lethally shanking him with a short sword, which is a 21. 21 hits. Eight damage. Xander, they're yours. Oh. So I stab him, not like directly in the nuts, more like above it. It's like, it's it's just, it's, it's a dangerous spot or no, no, sorry. Below, you know, hit him in the thighs. That's a really dangerous spot. So he's going down, but he's probably not going to survive this after we're done. So you're leaving the sword in there to like block the wound. Yeah. He is down. (sighs) Oh my God. Okay. I think that's the last of them, right? Sebastian, it's your turn. Oh my god, what? (laughs) We're not out of initiative. (laughs) Oh god, okay. I'm gonna go up and uh, use my rope, and I'm gonna uh, tie up the guy on the ground if he's unconscious. Okay, I will say you can do that as an action. And that will be it. Blueberry. I'm just gonna sit next to the unconscious guy and get an intimidating stance. Growl. Chat. Is, is the the vine trying to attack us right now? You haven't seen it do anything since it killed the last person. I'm going to go right next to the tied up man and try to shake him awake. I also want to make sure that there's no other guy with cyanide pills within reach. Blueberry, so if you wanted to, since you didn't use an action on your turn, you, you know that there's a man here that got smacked by Jet and didn't take his pill, so you can drag him away or grab that pill. Yeah. Very nice. Like that. Inspiration if you don't have it. Oh. Because that was a good thought. Jet, so that's your turn? Yeah. Sebastian, what's your armor class? What? Um, (laughs) 13? As you're down tying this person up, you can hear the cracking of this root as it is moving into this chamber you guys are in, and it is taking a slam down with one of its branches on you. That's uh, a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. That's 17 damage. Holy shit! Ooh. Oh, goodness. I'm unconscious. I, I fall straight to the fucking ground. Ooh. Sandra, it's your turn. All right. Fighting a tree. That's new. Uh, Eldritch Blast at the root, branch, whatever it is. Oh, that's an 11. 11 does not hit. Balls. Sebastian, death save. <laughs> uh, wait, already? It's your turn now. Oh, shit, you're right. Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know how to, I've never had to do this before. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> oh, no. this is actually... <laughs> Let's do this, because this is probably a smart thing to talk about. (laughs) So you're essentially going to roll a d20. Okay. And essentially, as long as the outcome is 10 or higher, that's a pass. 1 to 9 is a fail. If you ever have three fails, your character is dead. And if you get three passes, your character is stabilized, meaning you don't have to do rolls anymore, um, though they are still unconscious. Other things... If you ever roll a one, that counts as two death saving fails. And if you roll a 20, you are immediately stabilized. And if you take damage at any point, that counts as a failure. 
I am gonna use my my inspiration from earlier. Oh, 17. Okay. Alright, that's one pass. Blueberry, you're up. I immediately drop hyena form and run. Well, first I run because hyena's fast. And then drop form and cure wounds to Sebastian. Yeah, that is 10 HP. <coughs> oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, 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 thank you. Don't do that again. Sebastian, you are conscious once again. Blueberry, is that all you're doing on your turn? Yeah. Jet, you're up. So here's a question for you. Can I possibly, like, hand my shield to somebody by chance? I would allow you to drop it and allow them to, like, pick it up on the next turn, unless you wanted to use your full action to do so. But also, if they're going to try to use it, they need to be proficient in shields. I'm guessing that Sebastian is not proficient in that. Most likely not. Does it say it in your armor? Uh, nope. Okay, never mind. Scrap my plans. Seeing my little Sebastian getting real messed up, I'm going to get really pissed off and throw my shield down and start charging at that vine root thing, nature, and two-handed swing at the nature. Okay. Ooh, uh, that is, uh, 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 what's 19? Uh, uh, 24. 24 hits. Oh, 11 damage. Jet, as you hit this thing with your hammer, you're able to hit a really thick fruit, and your hammer just kind of bounces off of it. It doesn't feel like it did as much as you kind of hoped it would. No way. Damn. What's your armor class, Jet? Now, without the shield, uh, what does that bring me down to, I think? So that'd be 16. Okay, I got a 15. So you are able to nimbly dodge out of the way of this large root coming down. And we're back to the top of Xander. Round two. Okay, that's a dirty 20 to hit. Definitely hits. We do eight damage to the root. Root seems to. Um, it recoils a little bit. And it is Sebastian's turn. And Sebastian, as you are waking up coming to jet is right next to you a shield is somehow covering your feet as it has been dropped to the ground (laughs) and there's this large root directly next to you attacking at jet this is a long shot but i'm gonna stand up and i want to walk towards the root with my hands up and i want to cast message to it (laughs) you can tell me if that's possible that's what I would like to do. You attempt to do so, and you feel a connection. We we mean no harm. We were sent by Yasora. She's trying to help Akrosia, and she sent us down here to rid you of whatever is ailing you. We are not with the plague. We are here to help. <laughs> I am not Ecrosia. Oh no! Oh, shit! Blueberry, your turn. Uh, I'm gonna thorn whip the, the vine. Okay. You're gonna thorn whip the root that's coming in? Very regrettably, she doesn't wanna do it because she still thinks this is Ecrosia. That's a 16. 16 hits. Two. Uh-huh. Thorn Whip is technically piercing damage, but they would technically count as 
magical piercing, right? Yeah. And Jet, my boy, it is your turn. Being a little upset that I didn't do as much damage as I did before, I'm going to again recoil and do the same exact thing. All right, give me attack. 18. 18 hits. Uh, six. Jet, it's yours. It's doing the pseudo-wudo dance. <laughs> oh my god. What? Pseudo-wudo. Pokemon. You know how it, it goes back and forth? Wiggle, 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 wiggle. wiggle. No, I don't know how it does whatever. It wiggles. <laughs> okay, I want to hit it to a point. Like, I want to hit it at its side where it is now laying on the ground like it can't move. And then I'm going to bring my hammer above my head and bring it right down on top of it and try to squish it. You're able to knock it down to the ground, find a nice spot that is brittle with rot, and bring your hammer down, cracking into this thing as it shatters and the rest of the vine recoils back outside. Oh, I kind of lunge for it, sadly. No! (laughs) Why did we have to do that? Blueberry, it it wasn't a Corrosia. I heard it in my head. What? I tried to plead with it, and it it sounded very, very angry and told me it wasn't a Corrosia. What do you mean, plead with it? We didn't hear you talk at all. I I just walked forward, and I don't know. I, I was thinking it, and I guess I don't know if it could read my thoughts or what, but I was just saying that we didn't mean any harm, and all I heard back was this angry, deep, scary voice that said, I'm not a Crozier. Did it seem like the the root or vine or whatever this was, was extending from the tree itself? Could we tell the source of it? Seeing it and seeing the similar rot that you have seen through all of these roots, it seemed like an extremely rotted root of Ecrosia. Oh, so it's like he was possessed by the rot. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Wait, so why were these guys fighting the rot? I thought they made the rot. I don't know. I'm just passing along what I know. I want to search all these bodies and then let's talk to this one guy that we have left. I can't believe you guys killed all these people. Excuse you, hyena lady. Sorry. You're the one chomping at some legs. I didn't kill anyone. I'm not a murderer. Who did kill everyone? I think that was me. Xander <laughs> <laughs> and Jet both killed a lot this I'm time. Just trying to make some peace. Like, was this the first time you've killed a human being? Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Look, dog. We all have some crazy wild nights in LA. It's it's. I don't want to get into it right now. Blueberry, you said you're, you're going to be going around looking through the bodies. Yeah. In total, you can find two basic bottles of poison. Oh. 180 silver or 18 gold total. A set of tools a thief would use. Some of these people did not use their pills, and there are four left. And I can give you the stat block for those. I'm writing this all down. We'll divvy it up later. As you go over to where the magic boy was, you see that a stake has been shoved into the bark of Ecrosia, where he was standing. 
And this is where the rot is pure black. Oh, I want to pull it out. You're able to get a good grip on it. It is deep in Ecrosia, but it takes you a good second, but you're able to retch it out. And throw it. (laughs) One other thing you find is this witch had a rather nice necklace. Damn, we got some ice. That's all right. Do you have any idea what kind of amulet this is? Gold. It's got a collar on it. Like it looks like a an engraving of a collar with spikes. Oh. Like they're jackets, right? Okay. Why does it have spikes on it? Can it open? I don't know. I feel like we should give this to Usora and have her figure it out. Good call. Good call. Is it like a like a like a pocket watch kind of deal? I don't know. Let's deal with this unconscious guy. You're right. You're right. Blueberry, you also find a note on the witch. <gasps> oh? What is this? What's it say? It is time. The connection is weak. The disease must spread. Infect the tree which remains. Kill the one who speaks. All will be ash. Make way for the temple. What the hell? Who writes like that? That's weird sentence structure. Uh, it sounds like a, just like a battle plan. At the bottom of this note are three teardrops in the shape of a triangle. The temple was from Narina's story. Talona was the one who wanted the temple. And she was the goddess of disease. I'm, uh, I'm assuming these guys are working for her. Yeah, makes sense. I just don't know why they were fighting their own rot. Maybe it's uncontrolled. Let's talk to this guy and find out. I'm going to pose menacingly with my staff. I'll hold my crossbow up to him, but I don't, I don't know if I want to deal with it. And I will, uh, I'll slap him awake. Oh, oh god. Yeah, that is, that's a little too much of the pain. Oh. I I did not prepare any questions for this man. I hope someone else knows what to ask. Blueberry, can I have that note? Yeah, here. I'm gonna grab him by his shirt by the chest and put the note in his face. What is this? (laughs) A note from the mother. Who is the mother? Talona. (gasps) I knew it. Oh, shit. What do you get out of this? Mm, Salvation. What is your end goal? Death. Well, I can pull that sword right out of your legs. You'll get there. Please. Why were you fighting the rotten root? Mm, Cannot always control what is dying. So why didn't you just run away? We needed to make sure the disease spread. But if you fought the root, then you would end the rot. Mm, Oh no. We were still spreading the rot. We just needed time. Is the stake being out of the root, is that the only thing that was causing it to spread? The stake and its wielder. I just hope it got there in time. Oh, I sure don't. I want to pull out the masks out of my bag. Do you all wear these? Yes. What do these markings mean? Talona. We bear her sigil. I'd like to go now. 
Okay, hold up, hold up. Where can we find Talona? If only I knew. Damn. Who's the one who speaks? <laughs> Yasora. Hopefully she is no more. Where did you come from? Again. I'd like to go. Alright, then I'm going to pull out the sword and real quick be like, <clears throat> Good looks, bro. Hope you make it. And cast Healing Light on him. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. It gives him one health. So hopefully that heals the, the, the leg wounds. Yeah, you can at least heal up that wound so it is patched a little bit. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, sorry, bro. We're not going to let you go that easy. You should have told us where you were from. Tell us a secret. <laughs> Make way for the temple. The new temple will be created on the ashes of the grove. What? The temple now is in the courtyard that is forever green. Interesting. He's of no help and we need to get back up to Yasora. Almost Sebastian. Let's leave him tied up here. Yeah, he's not going to go anywhere. Can I examine the rut and see if I can tell if it's stopped spreading? It definitely seems like it has stopped spreading. This stake, when you pulled it out, seemed to have like a magical essence still in it from this witch. Yeah, I want to grab that stake and bring it with us. Okay, bye, dude. Make better choices. Have fun. <laughs> you can see he's wiggling on the floor. You said you like the pain. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out, bro. Thanks for nothing. Returning back towards the center of the tree, you're able to avoid the dead bodies that are around you and make your way up the slanting route back into the center of Akrosia. As you are returning to the center, Yasora floats slowly down from the center holding the seed in a specifically made sling that fits it tightly around her back she turns to look at you with wide eyes this is the first time you've seen her eyes open and you can see that her eyes burn a bright crimson whoa and for today that's a wrap Oh, oh shit. Interesting. Why are they red? Oh, that's spooky. Oh dear. I hope they're supposed to be red. Thank you so much for dropping into the cast party. Do you want to support the show and receive a bunch of awesome exclusive content, perks, rewards, and discounts? Join the cast and crew over on Patreon at patreon.com slash cast party. Being a Cast Party patron gets you some insane exclusive content, like The After Party. Releasing on January 1st, the cast and crew did their first ever one-shot created by someone other than me, the director. We reached out to an incredibly talented creator over on Fiverr and had them create a one-shot for us to run. The cast went into the session knowing nothing about the creation and had a ridiculously hilarious blast running through it. You'll also get all of our other the After Party episodes, as well as Behind the Scenes, where we chat about everything that happens in the new episodes. You'll also gain VIP access to our community Discord, a live listening party with all of us on the release day of each new Cast Party episode, and entry into our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this episode's merch giveaway winner 
is Cato DeVille. We'll be reaching out to you to send you some free, awesome Cast Party merch. You want to snag some of your own? You can check out our merch store over at cast-party.myshopify.com. Grab some for yourself, and you might even look better than Xander walking around the streets of Fendrea. Links for everything will be down in the description below. Thank you all so, so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to join us in two weeks for the next episode of Cast Party. Bye. 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 Oh, why, hello, what do we have here? Oh, damn, I've never actually seen a wanted poster before. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, 500 gold reward, prime larceny. He's a fireball druid. No idea what the hell that is. Damn, gotta keep an eye out for this hidden garden, dude. Might be my big payday. Hey, yo, Jatova, what town is this from?